And now, live on FXBGPublicRadio.com is the new iTunes app. This is Below the Deck. Below the Deck. With Nick. On FXBGPublicRadio. FXBGPublicRadio. FXBGPublicRadio.com. Ladies and gentlemen, this is another episode of Below the Deck on FXBGPublicRadio.com. I'm Nick, as always, your host. Uh, tonight, we got a special guest on the phone with us, all the way from North Carolina, right? Yep, North Carolina. We got Miss Radia Johnson, a.k.a. Star. We're going to call her Star. That sounds cooler to me. How you doing, Star? Oh, <laughs> I'm, I'm okay. Can't complain. Star's yeah. good. Star's good. But if, and that's why, if you don't know, the, her name is uh, Radia, right? Radia, yeah. Radia Johnson. And that's where you guys can find her, obviously, with under author name. I think Star is your radio name, correct? Yes, my radio and my author's kind of stage's name. Uh-huh. I use Star's pen. All right. Uh, well, yeah. Miss Star, for um, people who don't know about you, we're out here in Virginia. Um, so you're out in North Carolina. For the people in between uh, that are listening to our show, can you just give them a rundown a little bit about um, just your background and where you come from? Well, I was born and raised in Brooklyn. Um, I've been in North Carolina. Yeah, Brooklyn. I've um, been in North Carolina pretty much half my adult life. Well, most of my adult life I've been here. But uh, pretty much, I'll, I'll leave it at that. Um, but Brooklyn pretty much raised me. So I kind of got stuck here. Which is okay. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, it's, it's okay here. A little bit, a little slower, but it's okay. Right. And um, do you? So you're in North Carolina, and you travel uh, doing motivational speakers. I do. I haven't done a whole lot lately, and I kind of miss it because I've been taking time doing some writing mm-hmm. um, and trying to support and motivate the book. And get that promoted. So I've been taking a little break from the speaking, but I normally speak to children, um, middle school kids. I have a nonprofit, so I usually speak to kids about domestic violence and women about domestic violence. Okay, so that's pretty good. And what is that um, organization called? My Sister's Dreamer is my domestic violence support group, and Morning Star Youth is the youth mentoring group. Now, Morning Star was generally meant to be um, an inspiration through travel, so it got a little difficult with funding. Um, and I was kind of coming out of pocket with all of the trips um, that we were taking. And it was it was really inspiring because a lot of kids don't get a chance to get out of the county they live in. Right. So let alone the state. So we kind of wanted to take them out and show them different things, college tours. Um, and we, we did a few of those. We did a lot of trips overnight just to let them see different cities, which I think sometimes you get a little more inspired when you actually see something. Right. As opposed to, you know, just reading it or hearing about it on TV or on the radio. Yep. So, yeah. And, yeah, 100%. and my sister's dreamer was, yeah, that was just um, from personal experience. So I decided to kind of be for somebody what I needed at one point. Right. Do you want to um, go into what that is about, or, do, or are you not doing that? We can. You, you, I mean, you can ask me anything. Well, I didn't know what it was. You said <laughs> about a personal experience, so I didn't want to be like, oh, hey, well, you know, I thought it was well, absolutely. If, if it was a group or something that you wanted to um, – you know, in case anybody's listening who needs help, it's somebody to reach out to, I guess, on that kind of level, too. Absolutely. Well, my sister's dreamer does come from a personal experience that I had of myself, um, domestic violence, where I kind of just forgot who I was. It was really, honestly, I tell women it's not about them. It's not about him and what he did. It's about why we didn't think we were enough and why we didn't think 
that we were worth more than that. You know, I sat around for almost a year and got my head knocked off. <laughs> like, you got to be kidding me. Right. Now I'm saying, I'm, you know, I've, I've been inspired by just that alone and watching other women just need somebody. You know, it's not always about calling 911. It's about your sister. It's going to be all right. I got you. Sometimes that's all it takes. Right. Um, a lot of times more than that, but, but yeah. for the most part. Well, I was mm-hmm. going to say, it's good to get a different perspective because you do, obviously, you know, when you call the police, they get removed from the situation, kind of, temporarily, but nobody actually, like, gives you advice to, like, maybe don't get back into that situation. And, and it's not even about the advice because the hardest thing to do in a domestic violent relationship is to leave. Right. Um, so it, it's, it's, it's about getting you ready for that. It's about why your mind is not telling you that you're not supposed to be there. So once we get that, you know, we can have all the resources and all the people, all the police, all the counselors. That's not what we need. We need that uplifting. We need that inspiration. And it's, it's got to come from within. So if we can't get motivated by a circle, then we don't generally have one. Right. You know, so you got to, you know, it's, and that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to dream for them, you know, literally, my sister's dreamer. Oh, you know? that's oh. the name right there from a star. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> awesome. Um, so you mentioned, though, too, you're writing a, a new book. Mm-hmm. Well, you... I just released one. So you t- that's what I, I was going to ask, because you have released a book well, before this one that you're writing right now, right? I did an anthology. I did a group project on domestic violence that oh. was called When a Woman's Fed Up. That was about two years ago. When a Woman's Fed Up. And what is, that's about... The is that a written story or like a, I guess like a yeah it d- documentary it was, maybe it, or something I'm not sure what you call it was it. a it was kind of a documentary but it was a group of us that got together and each chapter um was our story okay so yeah we were able to kind of so put like our story into one book wow kind of sorta but more just about the domestic violence and if people want to get our, that book where can they find that at they can get it from me. You can email me right now. It's a lot going on. So just email me at msyp73 at gmail.com, and I'll get you whatever you need. Or you can find me on Facebook, Radia Johnson, R-A-D-I-A-H, and Johnson. Um, and on Instagram, at I am the star baby. So, yeah, you can get all of them from me. Um, this one that I just released was my solo project, my very first solo project. Um, we still, you know, Still working on it, but Uh-oh, didn't turn out. Yeah, <laughs> that that one is wet. But I'm excited to do the um, video promo and you know stuff like that. I think that's more where my head is at. Oh, the film. I saw that on your Facebook. I didn't know what that mm-hmm. was. I did notice that though. It did you do have a picture that says wet on it? I believe. I'm not sure, but pretty sure that yeah. was your pretty sure that was your page earlier. <laughs> yeah. So that's pretty yeah, cool. So what is that book going to be about? Well, Wet is already out. It's it's a it's an erotic novel. Uh-huh. Um, there are about twelve short, well, about nine short stories in there. Different stories about different women going through different scenarios. It's really sexy. It's really graphic. Um, it's not for children. Let me go ahead and put that disclaimer out right now. Um, get your <laughs> I kids need to off the 21. radio. Hey, don't be. Yeah. Get your kids off my radio show anyway. You know, yeah, not tonight. Not not tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they can't do wet. They can't do wet. But it was really fun. Um, and yeah. I took a lot of my horrible experiences growing up in Brooklyn, and I used them in the book as stories that you wouldn't really necessarily be able to pick out unless you knew me. You know what I mean? So right. <laughs> it, it was a lot of fun doing it. Um, it's actually being redone right now, though. 
Um, so I'm excited to re-release. I don't know if that's ever even been done or that kind of thing, but Star's about to do it. So You heard um, it here first. <laughs> yeah. Star is coming out with the yeah. re-release. Second time. Yes, the re-release, the re-release, re-edit with the party. We're going to release party. And everybody who, I want to put this out, if that's okay, that got a copy from me, you get a free complimentary copy of the new one on me. Um, So definitely make sure, I'm going to definitely get at everybody that has one that I know of. But if you hear me right now, make sure you, you know, message me or something, and I got you. Nice. Um, Because I really, really want them to get the full picture. Yeah, But first time learning lesson, it's all good. Extra wet part two. It's the same, <laughs> but it's a difference. Uh, <laughs> you got to get it now. See, I, I, maybe I'll send you a chapter. I'll send you a complimentary chapter to see how you feel. Oh, yeah. I'll read it. On Amazon. I'm going to read yeah. it to him. Um, that's awesome. So that's cool. Uh, what's the book that you're working on now? Where do you, well, where, can actually, you talk about it? I can. I'm, I'm excited. It's, it's, it's the sequel to Wet, actually. Oh. Um, so I took each chapter and I started a whole new book for each one. So I thought, because I got a lot of feedback and people would say stuff like, um, you left me hanging, which is actually, I'm going to go ahead and tell y'all, but that's what I wanted to do. Yeah, that's exactly. Why would you want to read a book like that? (laughs) Right. So I I got a lot of the feedback that I wanted, but then of course there's always something, um, that you can do better. So I got a lot of that as well, and I'm excited to be able to implement that into this project. So, but if you, the doper, the doper, the better. Right. <laughs> if you don't leave them hanging, then what's the you know the, you got to buy the sequel. That right, was the whole and that was kind of mm-hmm, that Part was my point. One lady, right? She said it, and I'm like, well, I'm saying to myself, mission accomplished, you know. But <laughs> oh, you know, okay, I'm sorry, you know, I got you. Just hold on. <laughs> yeah, there's more, but that's why you want to leave it to keep the story going because mm-hmm. that's a big yeah. thing, especially with books, is to have the trilogy at least. Right, and she mentioned characters, and that was really exciting to me because I was like, just anybody even that I don't know that actually picked it up and, and read it, uh-huh. I was so honored honestly and humbled by that just one person i could care less about the sales i gave away so many books Mm -hmm. um that it wasn't even funny so i'm like okay just read it because y'all are gonna love it so i'm super excited and the one lady you know her feedback was it was good um you know she had her her little points about i left her hanging and i wanted to say to her i'm so glad that she told me that but i'm so glad that you're ready for the next one because now she really wants to see what's coming so Yay, Star did that. <laughs> Star out there killing it with the writing, leaving them on the edge. But I'm coming trying. back with the sequel, and that's the big thing. If you left it like that mm-hmm. and you're writing the sequel, then then there is no negativity about it. It's just, hey, mm-hmm. I knew what yeah. I was doing, and you're going to do this one. And that also right. gives you one thing is, with especially with books, is how, how long is your book? It is 276, 73,000 words. Well, how many pages? Uh, 259. Yeah, see, and that's the thing. It, in order, in writing, if you really want to develop characters, it's going to end up being 500 pages or mm-hmm. multiple books. And I think exactly. I would rather read multiple books that have the storylines, and then, you know, you could build characters in sequels and things mm-hmm. where you're like, hey, there's storylines behind certain characters that add that, you know, you really get to see in this you know this series this guy is more focused on than before you know you you, and it's i think it's more interesting because you i'd read a book that's 256 pages Mm -hmm. yeah because it's it's, not long and i i think because the chapters are all different 
it gives you a chance to be like, okay, well, goodness, I, that was in that first one. Because somebody even called me and was like, did you really say that? You know, so I'm like, yes, yes, you read that part. <laughs> you know, like, I wanted it to be real, like, and talk like how, how when we talk, you know. Right. I, I write the way I speak. So I, I know my editor, he was like, what in the world? But, I, you know, I, I got a college degree. I got some education. But it is what it is. You know, I can sit with Obama and Michelle, and I can sit with, you know, Jeezy and Kanye. Do you I know do Obama? No, but I'm trying to, him and all the whole family. Yeah. No, I was just asking, just, I mean, I was, <laughs> I didn't, you know what I mean? You might have, I mean, no. you'd be doing some no, good stuff. No, never met him. You guys are never positive on the positive side. I host a radio show and we make hip hop music and stuff. I'm not meeting nobody, but you do domestic <laughs> violence and stuff. Like, you might have, you might have been in there. That's why I don't know. <laughs> well, I, w- I would love for them to come and, yeah. you know, help out with my sister's dreamer. We could use it. Yep. Um, we could use a shelter here in North Carolina, which is my biggest goal. Um, I was I was pushing for this year, but it didn't work out like that. So I just, you know, God got a plan for everything. Obama, if you're listening. Yes, See. Michelle, I, the book. <laughs> oh, my gosh. You if know, you're so, listening yeah, now, they're not, obviously they're not listening. But, um, <laughs> yeah, I can't be hollering at her husband. I'm, I'll holler at the wife. Uh, I'm hollering yeah. at anybody's husband. <laughs> uh, that's funny. Um <laughs> Man, I was just about to ask you a question. Just <laughs> for God, just Uh-oh. sidetracked myself. I'm sorry. Oh man, what was I getting ready to say? Oh, okay. And you're in the North Carolina area. Mm-hmm. I'm in Fayetteville right now. Okay, in Fayetteville out there. Yeah, I've connect. We I work for Connected too out there in um, Charlotte. I'm the Virginia representative of your Connected magazine. That's connected with the K. Make sure you guys go to Connected.net, buy your clothes, and you know, 25 percent of all of the sales go to the scholarships that they give away. You know, Queen City Awards is coming up, so make sure you guys get out there and get your nominations. Oh, that starts August, though. So, yeah, that's August 20th, I believe. Nominations start for that, so put in all your favorite North Carolina artists, everybody down there connected. Uh, Queen City Awards, that's in Charlotte, and they, what, this is the 13th year. Big show. Shout out Kevin Glover, um, obviously the owner, um, and everybody out there in the North Carolina area, which is our hey. our little second <laughs> our little second home down there, you know, we come down come okay. down to party and the, for the award shows and things like oh, that. Okay. So make sure you guys stay connected. Cool. Obviously, that's the slogan. It's better to be connected, and that's connected with the K. Absolutely, so, absolutely, dope it together. Now I got the um, commercial. Oh yeah, the new magazine is actually about to be released. It's got the Nipsey Hustle cover um, on the Connected magazine. Make sure you guys go buy that. Um, I think it's coming out next week. So cool. make sure you guys get the magazine too. We should we we'll see what we're going to do out here in Virginia if we're going to have a release party. Um, I'll talk to Kevin about that this week. We'll see what we're doing with that. So everybody out here, get ready. Get some partying in. Get some magazines out here. But um, on another note, what... Um, Let's get back to Miss Star here on the She's phone. Here, <laughs> um, what got here. you into um, wanting to write? Oh, I remember always... what I wanted to ask you too. Sorry. Okay. Let no, go... go ahead and ask me so you won't forget. No, I'm not going to forget now. Okay. I wanted to hear what, um, how you got started in writing. Then. I, I think I've always been a writer. Um, I just been a nervous writer. You know, I didn't think anybody cared or wanted to hear it, mm-hmm. so it didn't really come to pass until I had a purpose. Until I had a reason, you know, for it. Did um, you write like every journals or diaries when you were younger? 
No, I wrote stories. Oh, so you just wrote the story. Oh, so you, that's was, um, that was one of the questions too that I wanted to ask you. So you, you kind of write stories about real life, but like make it into a character. Yeah. So it's kind of a coping, <laughs> you know, is it kind of like therapeutic for you to be able to kind of, you know, really deal with some of the traumatic stuff that you think is like, man, this really gives me crazy anxiety in this whole thing. And they say, I'm going to tell a story, but put somebody else in that situation. And then, oh, so it's kind of like you living through it, but getting to write the way that you want it to end. Yeah, kind of, sort of. Um, in a sense, uh, just about everything I do write or anything I do have in my head or written on a vision board or anywhere that I want to produce as far as, you know, film. Yeah, it's all, it comes from somewhere. Doesn't mm-hmm. everybody's craft, though, yes. you know, come from somewhere? And I think if I didn't, if I wasn't able to use that, I wouldn't be able to kind of, you know, I guess be me. Right, I was that's what I'm saying. Does, I was it, it, does it make you feel better, though, about, like, you know, because you obviously you tell with working with the, the companies um, and the organizations that you run, you obviously probably share pretty detailed stories with those people, but this is kind of like you sharing your story with everybody, but not really saying like, Hey, this is me. Yeah. So yeah, a lot of it is. Does it feel though? It makes you feel it. better. You think like therapeutic wise for people who might be going through it, maybe like writing it that way would help them too. Or yeah, absolutely. Especially anybody inspiring to write their story. A lot of people want to write their story or tell their story and they're not ready for it to be actually me just yet. Um, I did when the first book came out about domestic violence. Um, my, a lot of people had no idea, right? You know that I even went through that, and they're like, "What in the world? Where's this book coming from?" Like, you know, nobody knew. So it was hard for me to step into that. Like, and and honestly, now it honestly still is. But the good thing I can I tell a lot of my clients and a lot of the people that I coach, if you don't cry when you talk about it anymore, in an angry cry or a hurt cry then you're not over it. And I don't cry anymore. Um, so I, I think I'm there where I'm able to actually pick up somebody else's pieces or at least help them do that. Um, I better say that because I can't pick them all up. Right. But I can help them do that. And I think with the chapters, if you read, a, I took a, a experience I had in Coney Island and I made a whole chapter out of it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So you can, it could be the smallest thing and I can write it. Right. So I like to be able to do that. And I think it's a hobby for me. Um, and, and it's really sexy. So it helps with marriages you know, and that kind of thing. So I, I'm helping just a lot of people. <laughs> no, definitely. <You> know? <laughs> with the wet one and even with the other ones that are more domestic violence, guys buy this book and read it because you don't understand sometimes like what you said, like it's like one experience, something like that happened to you that really was really like messed up to you. And it might not have seemed that crazy to somebody else when you're like, what you're like this little thing creeped me out and really threw me off for like months in my life based off of like mm-hmm. you know like just somebody being yeah. creepy or some shit like and it's funny because yeah. people I, don't I, realize that that's how like you know what i mean like people um yeah i was talking to my friend the other day she works at starbucks she's also a dancer uh, and so she's like but she was at starbucks and she's like the guy there's some guy who comes in here all the time and i was outside smoking a cigarette and he was like oh, where's my hug at or something. She was like, man, I work at Starbucks. She's like, people don't do that to me in a strip club. And she's like, you're weirding me out in the, in the, in the side of my job right now, like 12 o'clock oh. in the afternoon. 
Like, you don't know you're creeping people out. Like, stop being weird. Right. Yeah, some right, of that shit right. is weird. Y'all are weird. Stop being so fucking weird. People notice. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that makes sense. Yo, yo if you're know. creeping people out, dude, like, that is creepy. Like, have that self-knowledge in your mind, maybe, a little bit to be like, hey, maybe don't say something too. so creepy. And, and some dancers may have accepted the hug from him, though. Well, she you know wasn't I mean? even at the at the club, though. She was at Starbucks. Right. She was like, saying. this doesn't happen at my other job. Like, people at the club don't fucking try to, like, oh, just creeping around while you're yeah, smoking cigarettes outside. <laughs> Where's my now hug at? Yeah, you gotta be careful. You gotta be clear and precise. And I sell you just, coffee. Why would you? Why would I be hugging yeah. you? You buy. You, You'd be surprised, honey. These days, <laughs> you would be surprised. I'm not even surprised, you know, by that. I'm really not. No, I wasn't either. But that's why I was just like, man, like, how do you not know in your own mind that you're creeping somebody out? That yeah, they is. Do. I've had people off of Facebook like ride by my house. Oh what? Damn. Yeah. Oh yes. Yeah, and. Yeah, I've had that happen, and you know I have just gotten some trespassing signs, and you know we're very well protected. I like to put that out there. <laughs> Got guns uh, in but, there. Don't go but, over there. Yeah. You get shot. You know, and as soon as you step on my property, I got every right. That's but, Fayetteville you know, for you anyway, shit. Well, I actually don't live in. I don't live in Fayetteville. Oh, you're um, I live outside. No, oh, I live right. Good. I'm about twenty minutes. Yeah, so I'm in the country area. Um, you know, so it's 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 a little different. <laughs> it's a little nicer area. Fayetteville's nice. World. It's a nice place, also. It's just, um, you know, it's a it's a little clannish. Yeah, I was about to say, yeah, it can be, you know, depending on. <laughs> now, I wouldn't, you yeah. know, I wouldn't just be going there for no reason. I'll tell you that. Right. <laughs> just because right. you hear a J Cole so, song, don't go to Fayetteville. I'll tell you that. I've passed through there. Because he's not here. Times. No, yeah, right, he, he's, and he's not, not here. Mm-mm. Nope. So. No, it's not what you're looking for. <laughs> right. This ain't what you're looking for. Yeah, I'm looking. I would love to move to Miami or something in that area. Um, I don't know if I'm done with the city life, but I think as far as you know, where I would like to see my career, um, and I and I love to be clear when I say that. Talk about career. I'll say that um, it's not about the money or or that. That's not what I call success. I think the millions of people that I could actually reach with some of this stuff would just be so amazing. Like um, you know, just that other wing, and mm-hmm. I, I fly with it where yeah. it's gonna take me. Um, and I just, I, I like to, I don't have, when well, you're not used to being loved up on, it's a, it's hard to accept it. It's hard to receive that. And I think I'm at a point in my life now where I'm, I'm learning how to receive. And that's a good thing. So now that I've opened up that door, a lot of other doors have opened up as well. So I would encourage other people to do the same, you know, be able to receive whatever you've been through. Um, it, shit happens. You know, you got to be able right. to just brush it off and keep it moving. And that is the golden rule. You know, regardless of what we say we're going to do is whatever. I'm a fatalist. I'm a realist. I think if I stubbed my toe today, it was written before I was born. I just believe that. Um, And whatever God, whoever serves, you know, that's up to them to believe what they want to believe. But that's just my belief. And I believe that everything that I went through was for me to be where I am now and for me to actually really be able to reach back one day. You know, I can't do it like I want to now. I want to be able to just go out and just grab families, you know, that lived like I lived. Or grab those little girls that's sleeping on those park benches and out looking for food and just doing whatever at 12 and 13. And North Carolina's 12 is not my 12. My 12 was the 12 of a 30-year-old. Right. Um, so it's a little different here. Even with my daughter, I look at her like, wow. You know, when I was, I wish I could get on a school bus right in front of my door. 
you know. So I still look at those little things as some of the hugest things to me, you know. So I'm, I'm just a very, I'm very humble and I'm very passionate about what I do. And it's going to get there. So holla Netflix, Tyler Perry, you want wet on film. That's you what I was going to ask film. you, and that's why you brought that up. And it was per- that was the question. Are you planning on moving some of your books into film? Yes, I'm already in the process of trying to do that. Um, I think, again, money is a big deal. So I'm, I'm getting it the way I need to get it so I can do what I need to do. But I hate to say it, but that is such the, the you know, that's the stagnation in life, that, that, that mighty dollar. You know what I mean? So I'm finding good team people. I'm finding good people that really want to, you know, do something. So shout out to JB if I could. Ethel, he's a dope photographer out here in Pinehurst. And he has agreed to film for me. So we're going to pop off with some YouTube, um, maybe some little small skits, 15 minutes or so. And start there, see what the people like and, you know, see how they feel in it and that kind of thing. But I'm excited because it's different. And when it comes off the book, the way I see it in my head on screen, when I watch TV and when I watch movies, y'all are going to love it. And I'm, yeah, I'm tooting my own horn today. <laughs> and yeah. I never really do that. So I hope I'm not sounding like all conceited or whatever. No, nah, this is I, the I, whole I, point. I we it. came here to promote you. This show is for you. Yay! So Yay! we wanted to talk to fun. you, get you out here, <laughs> get you out here in the Virginia market, get some people talking about you. Here's yes. the thing um, also that I want to bring up too. You got, if you're doing film, uh, we had one of the other, are you on, you're on Enterprise Management? No. Okay, well, JT sent me your way. JT, shout out JT from Enterprise Management. Um, uh, Jonathan. Yes. Okay, okay, yes, yes. Hey, Jonathan. I always call him Jay. I'll be <laughs> yeah, like, JT, hey, Jay. JT, yeah, he <laughs> listens to the show. Um, but he sends me artists, and one of the Enterprise um, actors is actually in uh, Georgia, in Atlanta, and he was saying that they have a lot of new independent film studios that are popping up out there in Atlanta. So that might be somewhere you want to shop at if you're trying to pitch some movie ideas. Really? And that's wow. right by yeah, that's where you're at. Um, not too far away from, from the Carolina area. Oh, yeah. Atlanta's a, that's a hop, skip, and a jump for me. Yep. Yeah, I, I can I definitely do that. I would love to see the response um, once we do at least a week's worth of episodes. Um, you know, something small, just kind of to put the vision out there. Um, I, th- I think it's going to be really dope. But the first one I have in mind is a human trafficking. Oh. Um, that's really dear to my heart, um, which is also in the book. You would never think that, though, by the title. So oh, you got to get it. <laughs> you know, you would right. never think. To me, when you hear wet, yes, I'm talking about, and I don't know how graphic I can be, but I'm talking about Say a wet whatever coochie. you want to. I know what you Okay. Mean. I'm talking about that, but at the same time, I'm talking about the the stuff we go through where we just drowning in all of this BS that we just can't, you know, come up for air. So to me, that's we just stay wet. We just stay drowned in crap. Um, so that's where the title comes from for me. It's not, it wasn't just, it just went perfect. I was like, wow, yes, that is just. The double meaning. <laughs> the double right meaning time, in yeah. there. Got to shout out the author on that one. You know, they're in there throwing those, uh, those poetic insights into your book if you didn't read it you we gonna know if you didn't read this book if you didn't know about the human trafficking you didn't read the book right Mm. yes it's human trafficking it's murder is you know families you know going through stuff there's um harlem's heiress which is a, a young lady that lived in harlem just ruthless there's beauty's beast um sinclair is a really dope one her her name is cynthia and she's um 
she's a sex therapist, and her client's name is Claire. So I just oh, nice. put it together and made it Sinclair, but it's spelled S-I-N. So the whole book, she's telling her, look, you just got to sing, Claire. Just sing. Uh, and by the end of the book, Claire is singing. You know, she's all over the place. <laughs> well, don't give away so, the ending. Oh, well, actually, you got to get the second I know, right? one. You got to get wet, too. <laughs> And that's funny. Yeah, and, and Sinclair is is there is a whole book about that though. You're not getting I'm not giving away much. <laughs> no, and here's the thing too, when you brought this up, um doing it into video you would rather do maybe like a a series, like chapter wise, maybe versus doing all of it in one movie. Yeah, I would like to see, because um, I, I, I do some research, you know, and I've been watching a lot of these little shows and the videos and, you know, the Netflix channel and the, all of that stuff. So I'm watching um, how, you know, where we're evolving to, I'll put it that way, um, you know, and I see that my, my idea is totally different from what they got going on. But I, I would love to see maybe a, a series like um, something maybe at least, Oh, gosh. I wouldn't want to put something out every month, something different. So, yes, I would say maybe like once a week, almost like a soap opera. Right. You know, just, yeah. Am I saying, is was that too much? <laughs> I no. think my head was all over the place with that one. No, it's um, right. But, yeah, like, like, like a soap opera because all of them can go there. You know, there's always a new character. Even, you know, in my head now I can think of five different characters that I wanted to implement in several chapters. Well, and they have their shows on on Netflix does that, dude. They they specialize in doing the the shows. Right. They got that. Right. What's that one with the kids in it? Stranger Things. They got a mm-hmm. couple it's, other it's good ones. Few. I don't can't think about the top of my head. <laughs> it's a few. Black is the new orange. Oh, of one. course. Um, yeah, that's huge. Yeah, I love um, Queen of the South. I love that. Um, and actually, Beauty's Beast it would take her off the air. I'm sorry. Yeah, we are gonna start some trouble. <laughs> Did they take her off the air? Yeah, Beauty's Beast. Well, I'm saying Beauty's Beast. My chapter would knock that one out the box. So uh, <laughs> I just threw a shot. Well, that okay. was a question I wanted to ask also, which is like, how Fifty Shades of Grey is this book? Is that what you um, like? Is it like super like this is sexed out or like not like that far? I've never seen that or read that, but I've seen previews (laughs) for the damn movie, and I know that it's, like, supposed to be, like, oh, it was the hottest thing out. The writing was so seductive. For me, Fifty Shades wasn't that serious to me. I mean, I thought it was more sadistic or, you know, weird than anything else. I didn't think it was. Oh, wasn't it about somebody getting beat up? They were doing the the BDM stuff? Oh, really? Yeah, a lot of that. Yeah, it was a lot of that in there. It was really intriguing. Um, the conversation, the the you know, those two actors were perfect together. I will say that. So did that you read the really book? Dope. No, I didn't. I hadn't read the book, and I barely could watch the movie because I just I just couldn't really get into it too much. So was I there a lot of sex it. scenes? Not to me. No. Not like the book. To be honest with you, like well, in Wet, there's there's every chapter, of course. Um, Tony's reign is one, and that whole chapter is just all about sex pretty much but they all have a storyline she's doing it for a reason right and the reason will, will let women know at the end of the day you're gonna be you regardless of what a man does mm-hmm. you know so you know it's, it's a lot of little lessons in there um juicy's revenge is another one juicy is is really a, a metaphor pretty much um she's not a person but the person in the chapter with her is the person 
Mm. You know, so that one is really dope too. <laughs> this sounds it's really, really kind of- cool. Yeah, no, it actually now I'm p- kind of picturing it as a show also, and it does seem like that would be definitely mm-hmm. something that you would be able to market 100, especially yeah. with it being you know that cool yeah. thing that you could probably be able to sell that to like Cinemax or something they used to do that software I know stuff <laughs> you know it's not that like you know what I mean you don't gotta get that into it but they can they show a, like you know you can yeah. reenact you know what I mean you can't really be right. doing crazy shit on there but you can reenact it to a pretty full extent um yeah so now, that um, well I think wet Netflix would be the hardest definitely that would take it they, you can play whatever you want to on Netflix yeah, that there's a lot. Each chapter could be on Netflix. Um, where is that chapter in the book actually is a river, and the river is an entity, a sexual entity. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's crazy. It's, there's, there is no man, and it's just the water and, you know, the woman. <laughs> so it's oh, really dope. what? Oh, what? <laughs> oh, yeah, snap. so that one, that's. Yeah, that's the that's the gist of the title was that chapter because it's all about the water. I love to swim. I love water activities, so that's where that came from. You were just like, man, I want to fuck the water. <laughs> <laughs> that's cool. <gasps> hey, I think there's a movie about this lady who does like who has the uh, monster man or something. <laughs> yes, the entity. And oh. actually, I, that was one of my favorites. It's so old though like they just remade it i think in like the 80s i could be wrong but it's really old it's a black and white version one of them he was really violent though um and this one only in, in my chapter only one person that gets killed is the other man that she actually brings to the water Didn't... like he's like no oh what oh no homo <laughs> <laughs> oh man i should have said that uh but anyways keep moving right there. Like you know whatever yeah, pause pause whatever <laughs> hey it is what it is you get what you get from me i'm nick as always it's fxdpolyradio.com right. and with that being said now that i just hit this let me hit the buzzer on myself and say the views and expressions of below the deck are just the views and expressions of the guest and the host of the show and not the views and expressions of fxbgpublicradio.com its sponsors or affiliates so with that being said Say whatever I want to. Oh, what does Madman say? Refer to chapter <laughs> chapter <laughs> one. The U.S. Bill of Rights. Yeah, refer to chapter one of the U.S. Bill of Rights. So, yeah, there Just you go. Her. Stolen that. Shout out Madman <laughs> Lowercase, too. We'll be back on Friday. Uh, right Side Radio will be here. Dizzy's out for another week. Dizzy Thoughts. So make sure you guys go to Ace Bully on the YouTube. Subscribe. And make sure you go to Right Side Radio. That's Right Side, uh, R-Y-T-E, Side Radio on the YouTube and get that show. It's another uh, DuckSauce.com's on there. He's got a really fire project out. We, um, I just happened to catch it today. Um, so that's going to be super dope. We're going to play some of that on Friday. Um, cool. So that's going to be a thing. Dizzy will be back. Make sure you go to Ace Bully on there. And anybody that's listening, too, go to Below the Deck on. If you got an iPhone or iTunes, go to iTunes and type in Below the Deck and subscribe to our page, please. I think we're at like 3,300 now. So everybody's been really doing it. We really appreciate that. So, um, yeah. Dope. Yay. 35. Yeah, we got 35, 15. So we're out there right now. We've been jumping up about 1,000. So keep subscribing, keep sharing, keep telling people to go below the deck. You guys can also get it on. What's what's the other one? Where's that? Where's the... Um, What's that damn website called where the podcasts are for if you don't have iTunes or Apple? Oh, you can use uh, CastBox. CastBox. 
Or you can just, yeah, just type it in on your stuff, man. And if you can't find below the deck on there, just type in my name, Nick Fultz, N-I-C-K-F-A-L-T-Z. It'll pop up on the iTunes. But if you do have it, please go subscribe. Subscribe, subscribe. We're trying to get these numbers up to, like, 10,000 so we can um, sell some some ads. I guess we could already mm-hmm. sell ads anyway. I could sell ads now, but we're I feel gonna, like... We're going to buy a bunch of land and start an animal sanctuary. Hey, listen... I'm going to build the DeLorean. <laughs> he said I was an animal sanctuary. Animal All right, well, you heard it here first. It'll be your fault if you don't go get it. <laughs> uh, animal sanctuary. Hey, man, that's not a bad idea. You know, we can save some sharks. And sh- we have to get a pool. But we also got some vegetables, y'all. If you guys want to, I'm getting ready to do some some rows. I think that's what they call them here in the South. Like rows of uh, vegetables. I know I want to do everything, like just everything that the kids can eat. I would love to take bags to the school so the kids can take a bag of vegetables home. At least I would love to do it every day, but right now we could probably do it like every Friday or something. Do you think they would let um, you do that? Well, I work for the school system. so I'm That's what so. I was saying. How much? Well, because, well, just based off of the fact that if you give, if they were worried about you giving somebody food that is... You know what I mean? Be like, hey, somebody got well, sick I, after they ate your potato. And you're like, well, well, definitely there would have to be some, I would have to go through the board. Um, but it's going to be, it's a two acre lot. So it's not like it's just, you know, uh, you know, on the corner in, the, in some dirt. Nah, so it's going to be a real piece of land. Right. So it's, it's on a big lot and everybody's, and I'm even thinking about, you know, renting the, the roads out and donating some of the money. Because we still have people here living in hotels from Matthews. Right, you know the hurricane, yeah. um, and I know this for a fact. The kids are running around with these the styrofoam plates. Nobody's getting fruits and vegetables, you know, and I think that's important. So that's another project that we're working on. So if you want to help and come help dig a row, you can email me at msyp73 at gmail dot com and even get your own row to donate. Don't you, know, you gotta get a tractor too. to do that? No, I got some people, and actually, you shout out to do it by hand. Yes, we're going to get out there and do, and oh. actually Morningstar is going to have some of the kids come out and plant some of the rolls. So, yeah. Shout out to you guys. Look at that, man. Getting out there doing the work, too. I know. Ooh. I'm going to dig in some dirt with my nails and all. Yep. <laughs> they going to be like, y'all got right. us out here like the slave factory, man. That's the, when they see that stuff growing, though, that's what the do rush. You, what do you, you know, want to... So. Um, what do you want to grow? Like potatoes, obviously, are super. That that's a pretty probably a good one if you want to mass produce something to give to people to actually eat. Um, what else do you think? Yeah, would be without good? it being Yeah, potatoes are like pretty easy to grow. There was a movie about um, Matt Damon being on Mars. He grew them up there. Yeah, out of out of his own urine. I oh, saw you did see that? Was really yeah, I sure did. <laughs> the and Martian. I took notes. Up I was Martian. like, wow. <laughs> Yeah, yeah the, that was really dope. Oh, was but like, I read I, after that movie, I actually did some reading, and that he, you can do that. Right, that's what like, I'm saying. So it's really, pretty easy to make potatoes. Mm-hmm. But what else you want to make? Like corn? I would love to have everything. Honestly, onions, corn, cucumber, squash, whatever can come out this dirt. That's what we're gonna make. Yep, whatever comes out. I think now we're getting ready to try to go with the cabbage, the collard greens, pumpkins, um, the onions. That pumpkins will probably be a good one. Oh, yes. It's that season that right now. For Halloween. Yeah, it's that season, yeah. too. I live I in the country also. The yeah, we live yeah, in the suburbs, but you can that. make a pumpkin patch. Hmm, yeah, see? You gave me an idea. Ideas. You heard it here first. FXBGPublicRadio.com. I'm Nick, as hey. always. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be my fault if I don't get it. <laughs> I got you. Hey, listen. 
Listen, I got you guys a pumpkin patch coming down there, Fayetteville. I um, know, right? Shout out to Star. She's gonna put it all together on her land and do it. But you know, we just, we just, <laughs> I just planted that seed. Oh, yeah, y'all stuff are coming about. Now y'all that's what I grew. I just grew that seed <laughs> in your mind, and there we go. I'm helping out. I'm yeah, contributing with the growing. No, that, I'm just kidding. That's how it works. See, and that's a good point to put out there. It don't always have to be in the physical. It could be the mental. Yeah. Good idea. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, <laughs> that'd be fun. They, they grow that stuff around here, too. And it is about that time. I can't wait for fall to come. Summer's been hot out here. It is really? not a Nelly song. It has really been hot. And I'm ready for it to be fall. Wintertime sucks out here because we be getting, like, snow. It'll trash it up for oh. a couple days. but Yeah, trust me. I know. I don't mind. It was good when we used to get, like, regular snow, but it seems like either it doesn't snow at all, like, it'll be, like, nothing, or it'll be, like, oh, there's going to be two feet of snow, and you're like, what? Like, when did yeah, this come from? And it's, it's really wild, but I think that's one of the reasons I like living out here. This is not on topic about anything we're talking about, but great weather. <laughs> Have all that's the seasons really out is. here. I'm still <laughs> mad about I'm just mad about the hot. I was so hot today, man. I was sweating. I don't even... Just got on a t-shirt. You it's have pretty one. now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Now it's nighttime, so it's it's better. But in the sun, man, you just have, it was wearing a shirt. You're like, man, I'm just going to wear an undershirt. You're like, well, do I have a white t-shirt on? <laughs> so, you know, I'm just going to wear this. People are like, dude, are you okay? Like, I'm dying. It's hot out here. But shout out everybody out here from VA and North Carolina listening to the show. We got Star on the phone. Um, Radia Johnson. And if you guys want to check out her books, I don't know why I said it's Spanish because clearly not Spanish, but <laughs> we're going to roll with that. Uh, anyway, so, uh-oh, <laughs> turn my music off. But anyway, so when is uh, when do you plan on having um, Wet 2 coming out? Oh, I don't really have a date. I'm, I'm looking to my birthday, honestly, which is January. So I would hope to have at least one of them out by then and again I like I'm doing a chapter for e a book for each chapter so I'm really not sure which one I'm gonna actually put out yet they're all in the works and kind of you know I've been writing them but I'm not sure which way I want to go yet because I, I always take these forks in the road so now I'm looking at this movie thing and you know I've got a really good response from you know some people that have read it and they really looking to you know see what I can do so I think I'm, I'm I don't say put it on the burner but you know, it'll it'll be next year. And what is? How do you feel like uh, for people who want to get into kind of making movies? Do you feel it's difficult to change your characters to make extra dialogue? Because you know, um, I guess in writing the book, parts of it are you explaining the motions and what people are doing, versus they would be doing that in the film already. So you know, you have that part ready, but you're like, hey, people are talking more than just these two lines you know what i mean mm -hmm. do you have to add yeah, dialogue hard. do you find it difficult to add more dialogue as a you know for building your characters as like hey this is what they said in the book but like hey they have to have like a full interaction because now you're on screen it takes up you know you saying like yeah, she swished her hair back you know what i mean they do that they're right. not that doesn't need to be said so you're like oh well i, th I think those those adjectives you know kind of put the person in the book right opposed you know what i mean so it's not difficult uh, maybe annoying sometimes but right. for a writer you it just kind of you just kind of go with it 
Um, and it's actually for me, I, it's probably a, I get the best of both worlds because I can't wait to see some of this stuff, you know, the fusion of the hair on film or, you know, when right. she actually sits on top of the wave in the water without having to write it just because I know how I see it. Right. So that's actually what writing say. it. Mm-hmm. That's always the coolest part about the books. It's kind of, you kind of have an idea in your head, especially then getting to see it on film, is because you kind of already made something up in your own mind. Mm-hmm. So it does give you a little thing. Like, what was Harry Potter? Everybody read Harry Potter the first one. You seen this shit on yeah. video? You're like, oh shit, <laughs> shit is wild. Right, right. and, and it every... took you to a whole other place. Yeah, you're like, I don't so... even thinking about it like that. This shit is nuts. Motherfuckers right. on acid when they wrote this movie. I just mm-hmm. thought it was a book about a wizard. <laughs> motherfuckers are on drugs. No, I'm just, <laughs> I'm just yeah, kidding. Yeah, but, but that's that what lady. you want to do. Yeah, right. you want to do that. No, I think that is, that. that's a big thing. Do you, um, do you worry though? Because you know everybody, the movie's not as good as the book was. You, everybody that's ever read a book that's seen a show or a movie, somebody says those exact words. I think it never fails. Game of Thrones, the books were better. Even the Harry Potter books were better. Uh, Lord oh, of the Rings. always say something. Yeah, do you worry about that, or do you think your movies would be kind of the same based off of it? Well, I mean, because your stories are kind of real, though. Your movies yeah, might be better because you're talking about, about some freaky stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say that. I was about to say the same thing, though. I, I think when I write, I write from the visual. Mm-hmm. Um, so I write what I see in my head, and I just put it into words. Right. So... I already know how it's going to look on film. <laughs> you know, I, I did that first. So. Which is, you know, I'm not going to say the rough part, but it's kind of hard to find actresses that are, you know, I've already had like three back out on me. They're like, no, I'm not going to be comfortable doing that. Which right. they, I don't think they get that. I, you don't necessarily have to do that. I'm going to be able to give your viewers the visual. Um, so I don't think they're comfortable even having that visual. And that's okay. You know, I'll find the right people. But I like um, power love scenes. Yeah. They're really graphic, they're really sexy, and they're not raunchy and dirty. Look, I thought Tommy not... was really smashing last season. I thought Carmelo Anthony was going to kill somebody. Right. I was like, oh my God, that's somebody's wife. Yeah, in real life. Yeah. I wasn't even thinking about the show. I was like, oh my goodness, that's somebody's yeah, wife. Love scenes are off the chain. And so I, I know, you know, finding people to actually play those parts. Because honestly, in, well, the deity, Aisha's character... Um, Tony and Beauty. Well, I'm actually playing two of the characters because I can't find somebody, anybody that wants to do it. So, and Tanya. So, shout out to Tanya. She's gorgeous. Oh my gosh, I can't wait to get her on film. She is Beauty's character all day long, Uh-oh. and she's from Harlem, so it just went perfect. Harlem. Yeah, she's from Harlem, and her husband. Harlem is and Brooklyn the in the building. Yeah, so Beauty and Harlem are the two characters in the human in the human trafficking scene. So I'm excited to work with her. I'm really excited to. I'm excited to get my acting on too. And you know, if I got to do it myself, oh well. <laughs> do you think you know, that so. um, acting in some of the scenes that you've had experience with would would make you feel uncomfortable? No, I wrote it. You think you're okay with it? Well, I'm just saying, re like writing it is different than actually like. Oh, well, someone's beating me up or like, you know what I mean? Going through some of the things in, I guess maybe it'd be like PTSD or something, you know, like, do you have like, do you no. get like, like anxious about that or something? No, not anymore. So it's just a release for you now at this point. Oh, like you said, if you're yeah. not mad crying or sad crying, then you're not over it. Yeah. And I think for me, if in, in some of my stuff, you know, the writing that I do and some of the stuff I see going on film, who else better? Because can nobody do it like I can? 
Right. Because I lived it. Right. And that's just the way I see it. Um, I would love for somebody to come help me, though. So shout out to all actresses. <laughs> um, yeah. But, yeah, nobody's going to be able to... Well, I won't say nobody. As of right now, I don't have anybody that I think is going to put it on for. And honestly, the way the makeup artist is going to do it, you're not even going to know it's me. So That's it's going to be really, really fun. Um, shout out your email for everybody. So if you do want to be a part of her film or something, if you're an actress in the Carolina area, um, why don't you give them your email so they can contact you? Yes, please. MSYP73 at gmail.com. Or better yet, Call me, 910-824-9421. That's my business line, so you can prank call that one all day long. I'm going um, but to. If you want... <laughs> yeah. As soon as we but get you... off the I know... show. I'm pretty sure 500 people, but it's okay. That one's going straight to voicemail. Um, oh, but man. I will definitely get the message and, and, you know, and get back to you because I would love to have some really good people, up-and-coming actresses. You know, you don't have to be top Taraji just yet. I, I love Taraji yeah. to come out, too, because she would be dope in one of these, too. Right. <laughs> um, well, so I even got actresses a- to, to pick some of these parts that I have picked out for some of these parts. Like, really. Oh, that's super. Even cool. the church people can watch. You know, if you, it doesn't matter. It's, it's, if you know, if you close your eyes, you're not. It's not that graphic. And it's, depending on how far I can go with it, um, well, I'm not even gonna say that because I know how far I would like to go with it. But depending on you know the 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 outlet, I'll put it that way, or whatever forum I get, um, I'd love to see it go all the way. I just don't want it to be like a porn. That's you know, what I was about to say. It's not a point. It's a, there's a difference no, no, no. between erotic romance type things, especially coming from a book, because that's literally what a lot of books, not like, obviously, I, I guess that's weird to say because they're just a lot of books in general. But back in the, like no. women used to read these novels. That was like a big selling thing. Yeah, and like was it like in the yeah in the nineties and stuff? You'd see or you'd be like, if you ever actually like looked at the cover of a book that a lady at, like on a bench was reading, you'd be like, what the? Is that a, <laughs> is that a man in the shower? You're like, what is on the cover of this book? And she's in there like, mm, as he caressed her body. She, you're like, you at the park with your kids, lady? Take that. <laughs> really? No, you don't feel like that. I no, mean, I don't for care. me, it I was a joke. Yeah, I know. I know. But you'd be surprised at some of the people that have, you know, gotten a book from me. So, yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, everybody's a freak. We did a show. Um, I, well, I didn't do a show with him. I talked to this girl who does, um, she does phone calls for mm-hmm. the, um, for the, uh, what is it, for the toys and stuff. And she was like, oh, tech toy. yeah, she was like, dude, I go to parties with like 40, 50 year old women. And like, mm-hmm. I was like, yeah. yeah, those are the women who be getting it in. <laughs> yeah. But it, I, think, it, I don't think my, my market went as well with women as I wanted it to. Uh-huh. Um, not just yet. Not until they see the film. I don't think, of course, my friends, they got it. Um, but I think most, ooh, I would say 90% of the fellas pretty much jumped on it as soon as it came out yeah you know, dudes so read anything think, about sex yeah and that's, like, oh, and that's okay yeah. but i wanted the i wanted everybody to read it so they would right. get the the messages because there are a lot and a lot of people that you know didn't know why star was writing this book it, it'll tell you you know right it, but that's a good thing why. though always you have to put it out and figure out you know it's always coming back as as the marketing and things you usually figure that out by going through you know you're like hey 
we put it out and we're getting a bigger response from here and you realize that that so it's different but also it gives you a chance to target you know your target demographic where you're like dang a lot of people are from this side are buying so you know where to sell it at least you know Mm -hmm. get rid of some of the copies but you definitely want to get the message is the main point and i think that is a big thing is you have a lot of see that'll come through better on film right it really will especially the human trafficking well, I think, yeah, visuals them. always freak people out way more than reading it. You know what I mean? Yeah. You, you can read somebody died. If you've seen it, you're like, oh, sh-, you know, it should have fucked right. you up in real life. It's a little different. <laughs> yeah. So versus seeing it or, you know, hearing about it. And, you know, because that's even like now that they had like two shootings this weekend. Killing hella people. I think it was, yeah. And it's just getting, I mean, it's, it's sad. Um, the sun sets on everybody. So rest in peace to all of them. Yes. And, you know. Shout out goes out to their condolences to their families. Um, really, really sad. It's just that, we, honestly, what you going to do? I don't know. That's what I'm saying. But it's different, though, to read it, though. Because when you read it and you're like, man, that dude, that's the thing that freaks everybody out, I think, is like, what? why are you just, you just killing normal people that are doing nothing? Right. This Walmart. If you want to be a badass, go break into a military base. I guarantee you they will shoot back at you. 100%. Ask those guys that want to go to Area 51. See if they don't get shot. (laughs) Yeah, you're not even getting close. You know what I mean? So he knew he had to walk up in a Walmart. You know, that was his way. But for me, I think the publicity that they're getting um, is making people that are already in a bad mental state feel like that's the way they want to go out. And I think that that's the part that we should, the, the media should really stop doing that they i mean focus more on the victims focus more on the people let's let's post those pictures let's post those videos let's stop talking about him now he's a mental patient with he didn't have a father you know this is what they said he's a lot of okay we all grew up without a father (laughs) right i didn't have one either you know so it is what it is and and that's not an excuse to walk into a walmart where you know (laughs) good and well there are children that's i mean they killed a kid or two but that's a big thing man i think everybody should get guns everybody has old west old west style you know what i mean everybody used to carry pistols out there and that's why (laughs) if i have a gun and you start shooting i'm shooting back you know what i mean it's fair game it evens the playing field because you can't just show up with a gun and no one has guns that's unfair I'm on the fence about it, but in the situation, the Walmart um, deal, I did say if somebody had had a weapon in that store that could have stopped it, he might have got one. You know, he might have got a few rounds off, but if somebody would have had a weapon, they could have shot him. Um, So it's sad that we got to put security guards, armed security guards in Walmart now. But I do feel I don't agree about the schools. You could put a security guard anywhere you want. Well, you could, but I mean, you you think (laughs) that Walmart's going to hire security guards? Oh, no, I'm not saying they will. I'm just uh, saying that's... But that's why it's dangerous. Somebody. The one kid who shot the people in the movie theater is the most fucked up one because there's only two doors. You that can't even that. get out. That's what I'm saying. That's some fucked up. That's some crap, like shooting fish in a barrel or whatever shit. Yeah, he, he knew that. He knew there was only one way out. That is mad ill, though. That's some crazy fucking thinking, dude. I don't know what, dude. Everybody... I'll tell you what, chill the fuck out, yo, what the, you yeah, can't be like, you can't just go kill random people, you shouldn't kill anybody, I assume, you know what I mean, but especially, like, if you don't even know somebody, that's some foul, that's foul. Yeah, because he wasn't even looking, when I watched the video, I'm like, he just shooting, he just walked in, like, how you even get from the parking lot? 
He nobody saw that. I just I don't I just think that's everybody who saw it was running or anything. Nah, they run, dude. You see, that's why because you expect some people to be a hero, and that's a big thing. But also, if you in in real life, if you were walking into Walmart unarmed or walking out of Walmart unarmed, and you see somebody walk past you with a big ass gun, most likely you're gonna be like, "Yo, I'm gonna get my ass in my car. I'm gonna call the police." That's very you true. know what I mean? Because that's why, like, I'm not in there. You know, you like, there's Your nothing. Instinct, yeah. There's nothing to save yourself. Most people are going to be like, some people, you know, would see that and be like, yo, I'm going to tackle this motherfucker right now. You know what I mean? Let's rush him. And then yeah. they do that. And sometimes that works. I think that happened at one of the other ones that someone was about to shoot up somewhere and a dude in the parking lot had a gun. And he was like, not today. That would have worked in Walmart and somebody. I just felt like that was just so senseless. And he's still somewhere, and they're wasting all of this money on his mental state and his his criminal case. I mean, really? But that's the I big thing. I just feel like thing. there's so much else going on. No, man, you did it, dude. I don't even understand. I mean, I guess that's our process as Americans. Man, mm. everybody <laughs> has to have a judicial process. But, like, if you did that shit and you said you did it and we got you on camera doing it, like, let's just go ahead and move to the last part. Like, yo, life in prison or get death, you know, death penalty. What we got to sit in trial? What are you in trial right. about right at this point? You're like, mm-hmm. I went to Walmart and shot all these people. I wrote a letter about it before I went there. You know it was right. me. You caught me there shooting the people. Hey, he wanted to get caught because he wasn't even trying to run. No, nah, and they didn't even get killed. That is crazy, crazy, crazy. And then he wasn't even one that, that took his own life, which is normally what they do. So it was just, that. that's what he wanted to do. I mean, you know, we got demons walking right here on this earth. People don't they haven't been getting them all, though, because the dude that shot up the church down there, that kid didn't die, and the movie theater guy. None of them. He they what? didn't kill themselves. Dylan, what's the guy? Dylan, the roof kid. Yeah, that's why I said he was one of the ones. Yeah, he didn't. didn't he didn't life. kill himself either. And that's a that's a weird fucking thing, dude. You just went and killed a whole bunch of people and didn't plan on like dying in the midst of it. That's, that's some sick ass shit, man. Maybe they are crazy. I don't know, but it's got to be something because normal people just don't do that. That's so what I'm thinking. Yeah, but it's weird because you never know who it might be. You don't. So, but we, everybody that knew them knew something. Maybe you understand what I mean. Even with domestic violence, I hear a lot of clients' mothers or family members say, "I knew he wasn't right," or "I saw him hit her one time." Okay, see something, say something. Right. Well, you know, and now you at the funeral. Yeah, and that's a good way for us to end this one here because it's eight thirty. So Is it? <laughs> oh wow! We just chatted it up for our hour. So, um, thank you. Miss Style, to go ahead. No, that's what we're supposed to do. This is this okay. is your show. You, you didn't oh, see the cool. flyers. Your face was on the flyer. I saw that. So everybody, I yeah, I said it. Everybody, uh, one more time for your email for everybody to contact you. Um, if you guys want to get in this into wet the movie production, she's doing some production working on this. So if you guys want to contact her about that or to buy a book, uh, can you give your email one more time? Yep, it's msyp73 at gmail.com. Or you can get me on Facebook at Radia Johnson, R-A-D-I-A-H Johnson. Or Instagram is I am the D-A star baby. One word. Well, thank you, Miss Star, for being on our program. 
We You're are. welcome. Thank you so much for having me. I want to shout out D103, too. That's my radio show. So, hey, you guys, you gotta, we got to get you on there, Nick. Yeah. You come do an interview with me on D103. Yeah, let me know. <laughs> whenever, you, uh, whenever you want me on, I got you. Um, also, we'll have you back, too, whenever um, we get the more projects coming out. And if, anytime that you want to come back up here, just let us know, and we'll shout out your projects. Oh, yay. Well, thank you so much for having me. I had fun. Awesome. We did, too. But for Below the Deck, I'm Nick, as always, man. Like we just were saying, it's crazy out there. Y'all stay alert. Stay alive. Living in a danger zone. Peace. Yeah. Bye.